up, y'all? And welcome to another episode of Keep It 100. I'm Chorsey. And I'm Dakota. What the hell is wrong with you? Why are you laughing already? <laughs> it's just so funny to me as soon as we start. <laughs> I, like, I, I think I get a little anxious. <laughs> I'm like, oh no, they're gonna hear me. Oh boy! And I, like, I truly just saw the little like the lined smile on your face. Like, why? I didn't even say anything. I said my name is Torsi. Yeah, but then I start thinking like, oh, you better not laugh because you always do this. And I think about not laughing, and that's even funnier. And it's a whole thing. Honestly, I think every single episode we've started with a laugh in some way, shape, or form. <laughs> so if we ever start an episode, like, dead-ass serious, everyone would be like, oh no, something's wrong. That's probably why I still do it. I'm probably like, oh, you laugh every time, you idiot. Don't laugh this time. <laughs> and I'm like, damn, I really laugh every time. I have to laugh. I have to do it. <laughs> How's everybody right. doing? You know, Don't talk over we, them. We gotta wait for their what? answer. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Dakota. I don't know why I do this shit with you. <laughs> I'm just saying we have really nice listeners, and I feel like I'd want to hear nope. their responses. I don't know. We kind of got some asshole listeners, too. Yeah, that's Ooh, true. We have officially hit six continents. I don't know if I told you that, but North America, South America, Asia, Europe, and whatever you constitute, Oceania. Wait, that's five. Africa. Oh, shit. I've got Africa. Um, and Africa. Wow. <laughs> it's Black History Yeah, I forgot my people. I know, I forgot my people. That's okay. <laughs> it's fine. Oh, that's cool. We got a bunch of people that are lost. Listen to our podcast. Trying to find. Uh, but I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I just, I just don't know who <laughs> could have found it. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't think I have friends in all those continents, but maybe. I mean, friend is a strong word. Acquaintance isn't even close. It'd just be someone I've met at some point in my life. Yeah, I mean, I feel like our listeners know based off our uh, friendship episode where we got a little yelled at a couple times. Friendship episode? We did a friendship episode? Oh, the yeah. 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 It's all blending. Like, we've actually hit the point in our career where, like, I'm not sure what we have or haven't talked about. Yeah, the other, I said a story in one of our episodes that I had said, like, the beginning. That's because <laughs> we started recording so early and didn't record again until like this calendar year but also none of this shit none of this is done in order like the order we record it versus the order we release are two very different things yeah facts <laughs> like we just switch it up yeah whatever it's like nah bro i like this one better let's go so literally the last oh. episode we dropped before we start recording this one it's just gives you guys context of when we're recording this episode i start off not knowing what episode it is <laughs> <laughs> Wait, have you listened to it? I have, yeah. I edited it and didn't listen to the full thing. I skipped. I definitely <laughs> so skimmed it, too. I I hope it's good. I have no idea. I I looked at the audio to make sure there weren't points where, like, we were too loud and, like, overcompassing each other. And then whatever happened, it's kind of let happen. So, yeah. I mean. If there's anything that upsets people, go fuck yourself. It was a pretty... Uh, from what I remember of recording it, it was pretty funny and pretty good, so I'm sure we're in the clear, and I've only heard good things back. Not only good eh. things, but people like addressing things I said during it, but no one's like, <laughs> oh, the quality's garbo. So, I mean, eh. it counts. What episode was it? What do, What was the last one we released? I truly don't remember. Oh, I shit. Thought I like the brownies in my head. Wait. I like the brownies with sports. Yeah, wait. What's oh, that? Dakota's tweets and happy feet. Okay. Yes. 
Wait, now I'm confused. I'm like, wait, did I call the tweets one four? Or was the Browns one four? Now I don't know which one I said out of order. It's not even more out I've, of order. Yeah, oh, they're all fucked up. I think it was Chorsey, the Browns we have like that we five said. out. <laughs> How do we have yeah. this messed up? No, we're at six. Because the Browns, I like the Brownies was five. Dakota's tweets and Summer Feet are... <laughs> Dakota's tweets and Happy Feet was six. Wait a minute. Hold on. I name it. Okay, so you have um, The Struggles of Dating. Yeah. I'll Make a Man Out of You. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> we have the Friends one. I just open it up. I like how this is how we're starting our episode of not knowing how many... So they can get a good Why idea. So of like dramatic. What Why so dramatic? Why so dramatic was second? Oh yes, and uh, then, then I'll f- make a man out of you was third. Yeah, and then friends, then Browns. Okay, so I guess Browns is six. Friends. You're right. Oh, that was a uh, friends <laughs> for <laughs> OnlyFans and for Loco. <laughs> Yeah. This is why I shouldn't name these things like 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I think they're great. I like the descriptions. I love the description for the Browns. What's it? We could have gone pro, bro. <laughs> we could have gone pro. <laughs> that cracked me up. Um, I, I think every title from now on, every title and description, I need to do drunk. It's just like, whatever happens, happens. Misspellings at all. Just let it happen. I think that's a lovely idea. That's the best <laughs> idea we could do. <laughs> all right, Mr. Chorsey. What did we say we were talking about today? Yeah. Come on, Tracy, it was six minutes ago. We said it and then we recorded. But it was yeah, we're, we're doing games. We're um, doing games. Yeah, we're doing some game shit. Yeah. <laughs> I did some game shit. I'm sorry. All right. I'm, I promise I'm sober to five. So today, audience, the things we're going to focus on are different types of games that we play, kind of we got into gaming while we're still gaming. And, Why I'm still uh, gay. And I'm still in the closet, physically. <laughs> but not in that way. Um, yeah, so Chorsey, what got you into... Let's do a broad definition of gaming. So this could be video games, board games, and then we'll hit extracurricular games later. And by that, I mean like escape rooms. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, for me, I mean, games were important for me because I was an only child and it was a great way for me to kind of connect with my family. I grew up doing family game nights once, maybe twice a week. I mean, regularly playing games and all different types across the board. Um, it's kind of actually helped develop my love for game shows because I, I love seeing different types of puzzles and challenges, both physical and mental. Um, so then it kind of transitioned during some family game nights of me wanting to play the games and wanting to host the games and all that fun stuff. But we'll get to that later. Um, but yeah, I, I grew up playing some video games with my father, but a lot of board games, a lot of Monopoly, Sorry. We had truly every Uno, every Uno that was ever made by that damn company. I Our favorite one was the Uno attack, the one that spit the cards out at you. Oh man, that shit used to piss me off. Like you could tap it, like I need one card. It's like here's twenty. It's just like, bitch, no, I didn't want, I didn't need all of this. Fuck you. Like why would you do this to me? Oh man, or like when everyone would have to like, like they'd put that draw, but it's like everyone has to hit the button once. So you just spin it around the table. 
And like sometimes my dad, if he'd have to tap it, he would hit it, but it pointed at another player so that he didn't have to take the card. <laughs> Just random shit like that. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, I mean board games with my my grandmother, my cousins, my my aunts. I mean, th- there's a night I went over to my aunt Tanya's house and uh, they were all playing. So they were playing one specific mini game at Mario Party, but it's like the little Tetris one. Oh Mario we bring Party. All- <laughs> I know. I probably shouldn't bring that up. <laughs> you need like all the the building blocks, kind of Tetris style, to yeah. get them all together. Yeah. Uh, they did a tournament for like I swear it was eight hours where they just played that mini game. Oh they didn't God. do a board. They just played that, and it was kind of impressive to watch. It's not my cup of tea, but I mean I can remember. And I was Nintendo sixty four. It was early on. Like I remember, like yeah, okay, cool. I didn't think when we were playing Mario Party, we were just going to play the same minigame. Just one minigame. That's it. You better get good at it. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I mean, and even like educational board games I did as a kid as well. So um, back in Northeast Ohio, there's this competition. I don't know if you would ever know of this. Do you know what Challenge 24 is? I've only been challenged 24-7. No, I don't I know what it is, Torsi. I don't know what it is. I hate you. <laughs> Challenge 24 is, it's a math competition um, where you have a proctor who has a set of these cards that range from one to three points. And uh, they're red, yellow, and blue cards. And they would have like a red X on the center of it. It had four numbers and it's like space. And the idea was using addition, subtraction, multiplication, division, you had to use all four numbers to get to 24 in some way, shape, or form. Um, so what would happen is when you go to a tournament, uh, the proctor would put the card at the center of the table. The first one to tap it would have to state the solution. You have to state the solution first, then break down the steps to get to 24. And then based on how many points you got, you can move on to tournament. Uh, my cousins and I, we would regularly practice doing these challenges. Um, it was sponsored at one point by McDonald's. So there was like a website we went on to work on... (laughs) Like, the different factors. At first, it was just regular, like, single-digit numbers. Then it started expanding it to bigger numbers. Then it expanded it to integers. And then eventually, decimals and fractions became a thing. Then to make it even more difficult, they introduced these sleeves, where you take the card, put it in a sleeve, and it cover up certain numbers. So you were limited, <laughs> and it had to create more solutions based on what was given and figure out the other two. That's It nuts. was a really fascinating fascinating thing That's so wild. i did that for years with my cousins like we were regularly like if we were hanging out all right let's do challenge 24 i remember dante's have like he copied like printer paper had copies of the cards and we just sit and go through them man and that's how i learned <laughs> that's wild i definitely did not do that uh, my gaming life um was similar board games to my sisters because there's four of us and i had young parents had to figure out a way to keep us you know, entertained so we don't drive them crazy, which we still did. Uh, most of my gaming experience would be either by myself playing video games, and if I want my sisters to play, I like just just play with me, just just put player two, and then go to the multiplayer and I just run around and kill them. They're like, I'm not having fun. I'm like, how? How are you not having fun? And I just be turning around and shooting in circles. I was like, okay, just learn the controls. Um, no, one family thing that we did is on Monday nights for a brief stretch of time, we had family fight night. And so that was, um, you like took, (laughs) 
I'm just picturing Mama Drown just swinging. It wasn't, wait, it wasn't really Mama Dad. It was like, you know, if you had some aggressions during the week, you know, you just fought on Monday. The sanctioned living room stopped. It's more wrestling. It wasn't like punching or swinging. Um, and that was yeah. short-lived. That was short-lived because people... Uh, it just bled out of family fight night because it's like, oh, I lost a family fight night, so I'm going to come out. So next... Yeah, because then the next one you start swinging. So it was very short-lived, but that was a fun experience. That was really cool. That made me who I am today. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just that imagery of her just, like, knocking someone the hell out. Specifically Mama Drown. Like, that's <laughs> the one I need to see it from. I think... Just sliding she's, someone she's across scrappy. the scrappy. She's scrappy. She could take some. Uh, I love that. I love that for her. <laughs> yeah. We play uh, Mario Party 5. So I played that with my sisters a bunch. So there are a few games we would play together. And then board games, and a lot of times when we go to, like, school events, they always have to split us up, we wouldn't want to, because when there's the four of us, we're, like, the sibling energy, so even mm-hmm. if we weren't, like, we could just somehow know, I don't know how we did it, I think other people's siblings can attest to this, but, like, it'd be, like, maybe there's a group of eight or something, us four, and then four other random kids, and even if we were every other person... Right? So it'd be like me, somebody else, Alyssa, somebody else, Ashley, somebody else, Allison, somebody else, then me again. We would still, like, know what the other person needed. Like, without even saying anything, like, I'm going to drop this. Because I know it's going to help her later. And it's people like, figure it out. Like, I don't know how we did this. But I I distinctly remember several times of us just being like, we're like they're cheating. Like, we're not cheating. We're just on a different level and you get good. Yeah. Get that telepathy. Telepathy. Sound it out. You got it. Te- telepathy. <laughs> we'll take it we'll take it but yeah um i think you know starting getting into games is really a way to just like be entertained you know like mm-hmm. just being a kid and i read a lot but then like because i moved around the military so much only a few people they're my age like around me um because i moved so much i didn't like have huge friend groups growing up so like gaming was a way for me to like, stay entertained and then now it's just an escape and I don't like it as much, but I do it more and I don't have as much fun with video games specifically. Now in my adult life, video games tend not to keep my attention. Well, I would say across the board, if I am playing by myself, video games almost never keep my attention. I think it was a le- easier to do so as a kid because I was more focused on like I sit down like, I have to accomplish this task or this goal. I want to get to this point by the time I go to sleep today. So, like, I would give myself those goals. And now a lot of my life is more focused on, well, I need to make this amount of money so that I can make sure I can get this bill paid on this time. To where, like, playing video games. Like, when people say they play video games to relax or to blow off steam, I don't relate. I don't I don't get that. I get it for them. It just That's not how life works for me. You know how relaxed we get when we play Overcooked 2 together? What? <laughs> oh, I forgot that game existed. Oh, anytime I see it, like I have Game Pass. I looked at it today because trying to find another game. I saw Overcooked too, and I was like, I can't play this by myself. And honestly, I can't play with anybody else but Chorsey. Like I feel like you and I have just <laughs> different, but our relationship is just so complimentary that we just like different. Like I don't know, our pairing or the chemistry in gaming is too good. I can't. I can't play those games with somebody else. Because I know I can. I know we can talk to each other however we want, and we know it's not personal. Like we'd be cussing each right. other out because we're messing up. We know it's not personal with us. 
I don't think most people could. Yeah, most people. I have not been able to find another person who could handle that. Mm -hmm. Like the language, because the quickest way for me to get a message out is very stern, sometimes loud and angry. And not many people take kind of that. Well, you could be nicer about it. You get off your fucking ass and move. We got shit to do. (laughs) I don't gotta be nice. I'm not being mean. I'm just telling you what to do. Like Like, I'm not to move. What are you doing? Like and in Overcooked, especially when there are so many, mm-hmm. so many variations later on of the different types of food. When you have sushi with the burgers happening at the same yeah. time, you gotta get that shrimp done, and it's like there, there's way too much shit that's happening. That I need you to be able to effectively communicate with as little breath as possible as well, because people who over-explain for me personally, like in games and in escape rooms, are the most irritating thing in the world to me. Yeah. Because I tend to be more highly adaptive when it comes to games and escape rooms. So when people like want to over-explain every single little thing... I don't need the story. Don't I don't need the story behind it. Just tell I, me I don't what care. happening. I don't fucking care, right? I, I don't... I just don't care. Mm-hmm. And like tutorials that take 20 minutes to explain how to play oh, a video game, God, it's yeah. like... Bruh. That's kind of how I felt when we played the new Ultimate Alliance. Mm-hmm. Like, getting started, I was like, I... Because I had already done it. But even... When I, the first time I did it by myself, I was like, this is pretty common sense stuff, and I feel like I don't really need to be walked through a lot of this. Because also, the symbols typically appear on the screens when you need them for your special powers. Mm-hmm. So, just, I was like, a lot of us, I just felt like you should be able to pick up one. Yeah, I feel like at the beginning, they should really give. I know it's like harder for like games to do it, but like to make a tutorial for like new gamers and tutorials for people that actually play video games. To kind of the difference and be quicker, and I hate, I hate with a passion, unskippable, unskippable cutscenes. God, it trash. I, I lose. I also there raging. Like, let me skip. Let me skip. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Like I love story driven games. Like they're my favorite games. Like right now, I play Apex a lot right now. Um, but I, like I'm trying to play like only when I want to because it's, it's the same game over and over. Like when you go into mm-hmm. a battle royale thing, um, it's fun, but it's easy to get sick of it. Because um, okay. it's essentially the same thing. You just go into this big map. You guys fight each other. Last person standing wins, right? There's outside story. There's outside like lore, but nothing really in the game. Whereas I love a lot of single player because I grew up with it. Single player like story based games, but I want to be able to send the cutscene as long as I I choose to. Like let me leave when I want to leave. Like I get it. I you know I'm in the arts. I commend you writers, but if I start to not like this, I want to be able to skip through it. Or at least have the dialogue options where I can read it quickly and I don't have to read it at the speed of your voice actor. Because I'm yeah. like, I get it, I get it, I hate this guy's voice, I hope he gets fired, I hate him, I hate him, I hate him. <laughs> yeah, especially but, if it's a bad voice actor that's like, I don't want to listen to you, bro. I'm just like, going to read it. Yeah. Like, when I think back of like the single-player games that I played, technically Tony Hawk Pro Skater is technically not single-player, but unless you were online, it's mostly single-player. Mm-hmm. And... I don't remember a lot of the story behind that. Like, I couldn't tell you what the storyline of Tony Hawk was. To be a pro skater. Yeah, but, like, what was the actual story? Like, I know that's the goal, but what happened that got me from, I think it was, like, London to the zoo? You know, like, there were multiple locations, so what were the story that inter- you know, connected all? Yeah. I don't, I have no idea. Um, I don't remember any of that shit. But I remember I fucking loved that game. Oh, because there were no cutscenes. Honestly, you just... Yeah. You walk up to someone, 
the little arrow was paired to their head. You needed. They told you what the mission was. You just did it. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, simple, uh, it's just need for speed. Need for speed, man. There's no need. There's no need for talking, bro. You get three, two, one. Yeah, <laughs> that's I need, it. Like I tried playing some of the newer ones, but I was like, I want just, I want Need for Speed Underground again. That's all I want. I don't want to deal with these stupid mm. story missions. Let me just go to the garage and let me go race. And after I race, I go back to the garage. Like, yeah, honestly, I on a PS2, I had Hot Pursuit two, mm. and uh, my parents had bought me like an actual physical driving. Like, so yeah, there were yeah, pedals yeah. on the floor, yeah. and then you had a little, uh, like, driving steering wheel on your legs. Man, oh, I remember my dad used to always make the comment he was worried when I'd start driving, because my favorite thing to do was to ram cops off the road. But not just hey, ram baby. them, but, like, I wanted them decommissioned. <laughs> like, I wanted your car shut down, right? There was no way you were coming back to chase me in any way, shape, or form. And one time I drove a cop off the cliff. And my mom panicked looking at the screen because, like, that jump visually is just not settling. <laughs> it's unsettling if you're not ready for it. You know the game is. Yeah, if you don't know what's going to happen, I, I completely understand. So, yeah, she very quickly stopped watching me play a lot of video games, actually. Need for Speed, particularly. Mm. Like, those jumps like that, oh, hell no. Uh-uh. So. I thought one of the- I mean, Oh, go ahead. Well, I mean, I was going to say, like, in terms of video gaming with my family, because I didn't have brothers and sisters, so truly, all of my experiences really with my cousins or with my parents, and video gaming with my parents uh, kind of really range is pretty much board game video games, if that makes sense. So, like, we played Monopoly on the Wii. Gotcha. Um, when, I, when I went back home, uh, I found, so I had, like, these buzz buzzers. One of our favorite games was Buzz. It was like this. It was a game show, truly. But it had these little four buzzers, and you held it, so that's how you play the game. <laughs> but the host was a smartass. It was like a Johnny Bravo-looking dude <laughs> that used to make some of the wildest comments to people, and was so rude. And I loved it. Um, I found those buzzers, and my parents and I we played uh, Pressure Luck with the buzzers, Ooh. which like I kind of want to try with our friend group, but drunk. Because no joke, there's something about having a buzzer. And, like, you down by, like, $300. You got one spin left. And it's, like, the split screen. <laughs> just like, let's, go, shit. let's go, let's go. <laughs> That's very, very fascinating. Um, and then we played, like, Jeopardy, Trivial Pursuit. Yeah, I know we've played Trivial right? Pursuit a couple of times. Yeah, because that's how my parents find out that your nickname was Pussy <laughs> on my game. <laughs> I, uh, what? what? I truly forgot about it. Like, when uh, it popped up... Okay, so to clarify for y'all, Dakota has a profile <laughs> on Trivial Pur- on my Trivial Pursuit on my Switch. Um, and he had played it the first time he was here with me over the summer. And then it was probably three or four months later when I went back to see my parents. And they wanted to play Trivial Pursuit, and I had forgotten that Dakota had a profile. And so the names of, like, all the players pop up. You know, I have, like, Little Hammer, like, there's Papa C7, and then there's just Pussy with two, like, money (laughs) symbols for the S's. And I was going back through, and I was like, all right, so who all do I know has played this game with me? And fun fact, it's only one person in this world that has played this game with me on my Switch. Can you guess who it is? It, it wasn't me. <laughs> I'm being pranked. Oh, man. 
Man, I remember when you sent me the picture. You like, was this you? And I was like, I don't know, I don't... but it's something that I would do. Because it's been so long, I forgot we played, and I was like, trip to yeah. pursue. And then when I came back um, in December and we started playing again, I was like, oh, now I definitely remember. This is hundred percent me. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't know why. Like the first time, I just kind of forgot that happened. And then, like you said, it was the same deal. It was like I I cannot confirm that you did this. But I 100% believe it's something oh. you would do. When you, Yeah, when you told me that, it's like, was this you? I was like, I don't know if it was me. I don't think it was me. But I 100% believe it was me. Like, I don't <laughs> think I did it. But if you told me I did it, I'm like, okay, yeah, all right. That, ma- that makes sense. <laughs> it is something that I would do. Oh, man. What a treat. Oh. So, um, like, with my dad, I picked up a little... Most of my video game experience of what I was interested in actually came from my father. So a lot of my Madden came mm-hmm. from him. Um, God of War was really big for my dad and I. Ooh, yeah. I we have played every God of War together and love it. I It was such a fascinating game between the graphics, the storyline, and it was just a, a beautiful combination of like just pure blood gore killing with some of the mental challenges and puzzles you had to do in there. I loved it. Loved it so much. Um, I wasn't big on Mortal Kombat, except for there was this one called Shaolin Monks on the PS2. And that was like the only open world Mortal Kombat. Mm. Right? Because I'm not a big like 2D up, down, left, right yeah. right type deal. And that's the only Mortal Kombat that, that I know of in its existence that isn't like that. And I loved it. Loved that game so much. And Dad and I spent hours and hours and hours playing that game. At one point, I refused to play it for about three years because uh, Dad and I... So we're all at home, and I was I was young because we were still in Warren. Dad and I are playing the game, and we're on Shao Kahn. It's the final boss. And we've been going at it, going at it, going at it, and cannot get it. Um, so my dad gets up to walk down the hallway of her home to use the restroom and passes out. And so, like, my mom runs over to him, and he's unresponsive. So I panic. Like, little oh seven, eight-year-old me is, like, panic because, like, I just remember seeing, like, his eyes open, but he's not responding. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck is happening. And mommy asked me to grab the phone, and eventually he wakes up fairly quickly before I can even get to the phone. But, like, after that, I just remember... I refuse to play that game. Jesus. And it took years for me to get back to it because of that memory. Damn, Shao Kahn worked, y'all. <laughs> like, oh, man. I Like, because we heard the third, and I was just like, nope, we're not. Like, my brain from that point forward was like, I will not play this game again. And honestly, I'm not 100% sure if I have once we beat it. Because like, we came back to it. And play it again so we could beat the game. I don't know if I ever went back to it after that. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. Like, I I get that some games have, like, like replayability. Think, like, Fallouts or Skyrims. But it's hard for me to go back. And, like, I was like, I've already did all this work. I have to go back and do all of it over again. And I know, like, they're like, oh, well, you can try that as a different, like, different character. Make different decisions. I was like, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't like being the bad guy in video games. I think it's so, like. I've intentionally gone through and tried to play, like, chaotic or, like, evil. 
characters in a world and it just makes mm-hmm. me feel bad I'm like they're just innocent like why can't I just be bad why can't I be mean to like the bad corporate guys or something <laughs> like these are just innocent farmers can't do that and I just don't play it again I find a different game that's fair I the only games that I know for a fact or so outside of like Mario Party or like things like mm-hmm. that that I know I've replayed I in college like I said I did Tony Hawk Pro Skater for some reason and I was before my PS2 died and then I, for some reason, there's this random PS1 game called Bugs Bunny Lost in Time. It truly, 1999 was when this game was created, right? <laughs> and it's Bugs Bunny traveling in time, collecting clocks and golden carrots. And these clocks help you on this time machine to go through. I think you're trying to return back to the current time. Which doesn't really make sense because you start in the time you need to be in and then collect the clocks back in time. Like you go to like, you know, like T-Rex stage and there's a futuristic stage and medieval time. What Bugs do needs to do. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to make sense. It's a PS1 game. I know, but honestly, it's one of my favorite games. And then I, I borrowed from the internet. Um, a copy of the second game that I didn't know existed until I got to college that included Taz as a player. Hey, so it was yeah. actually a two-player yeah. game. Yeah. So then I made, I think, I'm pretty sure it was Nick. Nick and I would sit and play that game. And like, man, I, it was just as good as I remember the first one being. I thought it was so cool and so <laughs> awesome. Um, Even though, yeah, it definitely was not a, should not have done that. But we had fun. We had fun. But other than that, like, there aren't many games. Oh, well, Portal. Portal's a big one. Portal. We played Portal 2 together. Yes. Yeah. I fucking love Portal. I will a, I will literally play Portal with anyone who asks me to play. That is a great co-op it, game. It is, it is the best co-op game I think I've ever played. Mm-hmm. Like. I remember that stretch, I think it was this summer when we were playing. And then we'd be like. <laughs> We had little bridges going go back to toxic water. I'm like, don't you do it. It's like, I'm not going to do it this time. It's like, no, I did it to you last time, so I know you're going to do it. It's like, trust me. Got to whoop, immediately make it go away. <laughs> We'd be sitting in one, we sit in the same spot for 10 minutes because we won't let each other go. There is an episode of Game Grumps, because they have like a, a 30 video series of them doing the portal co-op together. Mm-hmm. And at one point, Aaron looks at Dan and is like, kill yourself. And then I was like, "Where just portal me the fuck back over? I'm gonna die!" It's just like, and I truly, it is us two. Like I look yeah. at those videos, I'm like, "It is us two playing this game." A hundred percent. You want over here? You gonna die? You gonna die? It's like you just took the fucking portal. <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah, no portal. I've because I played that with you. I played it with my ex. I played it with my father. Um, love it. Each time I played it, I've loved it. It's just. Probably one of my favorite games. Probably my... I would actually say that's my favorite game. Oh. Portal 2 is my favorite game. Awesome. Well, yeah. let's switch gears here a little bit instead of living in the past. Make me sad about when I used to like video games. Let's think about games that make me feel good. Escape Rooms. Oh, Why do you like so much about Escape Rooms, Tracy? Oh, man. It is... the. It is an hour... Of removing yourself out of your own reality. But it's the best way to do it because it's actually immersive. Mm-hmm. 
So, like, you know, in theater, like, we say that's what we do and it's song and, you know, and music videos and all that, which, like, it does it to a degree. But when you're physically thrown into the environment where you have to question if A really is A, if one is actually the value of one, mm-hmm. I something about that fascinates me. Can you retrain your brain for this next hour? To, to question everything that you know about existence and truth and reality. Yeah. I, yeah. And then be able to snap back into it once you leave the room. And, and I love it because it's like that full, like, well, people play, like, VR games. It's like, oh, like, I'm, like, in the game. Like, I get to be it. But we don't really have that in real life yet. So it's now, like, I can actually, like, go in and be, like, you know, I'm a really detective. I'm doing this. Because at least, like, in theater, like, what I love about theater is we get to, like, play these different characters. But when you're in those roles, you still have to check yourself of, like, you know, I have to do what the character would do. Like, not what Dakota would do in this situation. I'm still being fed lines, and I still have to recognize there's other people, and the plot has to go a certain way. Um, So there's still, because you are acting, and no matter how great you are of an actor, you're still, this person, you still feel like you're acting. Like, even some of, like, my best nights and some of my best performances, I never, like, for a second forgot that I was acting. Right? Um... But, like, in escape rooms, it's that full, like you said, that full immersion. Like, I don't have to worry about what's outside. My phone is off. Don't text me. Don't do anything. Like, even when I play, like, great video games, it's still part of it. like, all right, I have to be conscious of what's happening around me because I need something. Because people can be really tight. They find out I'm not answering because I was playing video games. But, yeah. um, fuck them. But escape rooms, <laughs> like, and it gets me. Like, this is the one thing I think of uh, every time now, like, since it's happened, is when we were playing that one at Breakout. Of the bomb in the alleyway. <laughs> this is the most I've ever been like sucked into something. Because Josie and I were doing this escape room. Right? And I think the vagueness of the mission helped us forget what it was supposed to be. We're like, okay, we're just doing this room. We're going to a step. So we're definitely confused, like, trying to find all these clues. Um, we get to the end. And... <coughs> The main part is you have to find the notes of this missing agent because there's a bomb somewhere in this alley that you have to discover. We forgot about that part. We forgot about the bomb part. We were just following clue to clue to clue. <laughs> we get to the end. We open up this little manhole cover. And there's a bomb in front of us. And Torsi and I, without saying anything and recognize about it, both independently have the thought, this is a real bomb. <laughs> we forgot where we were. We were doing an escape room, and I remember both of us like gasping. And, like, and then, to make matters worse, when we went to go put the code in, I put it in wrong. <laughs> and then the little like keypad, it goes from yellow and then blinks red, and it holds red for a little bit. That was like the longest half second of my life because I, I mean, it's from the bottom of my heart, y'all. I thought it was gonna blow up. And I thought Torsi and I were about to die. And Torsi's laughing because he agrees. Because it was a full two seconds of silence. And we looked at each other like, whoa. And we started laughing. And we didn't do anything for 15 seconds as our nervous energy went down. Because we both thought we were about to die. Video games don't do that to you. I remember seeing that red ring and thinking, oh, fuck. Like... There was no way you could have told me I was playing a game at that moment. Yeah. I was dead. I think my heart rate spiked. I, like <laughs> I, I thought I was actually going to die. 
Because I thought when we opened the man cover, first of all, when we opened that third one, I thought it was going to be another room, and I thought we were going to have to climb down. Oh. So I thought the bomb was going to be like, well, I forgot there was a bomb, but I thought we got to climb down <laughs> into the sewer yeah. to figure out what to do next. So yes, when you first popped the, we popped it open and saw the bomb and was like, oh shit. Because I remember making a session, maybe we should cut one of the wires? I don't know oh yeah, and then he was here. like, no, don't cut the wires. Because they were like, <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, I forgot to do. And then he's like, oh, look at these things. Like with the match, we're like, oh yeah. Uh, well, because, and so that room in particular, it was so unique because most of the conventions that we know of what to do or what not to do in escape rooms was broken. Because oh, yeah. when he did his introduction, he was like, yeah, use your cell phone as much as you like. And we're like, wait, say that again? You said, use your cell phone? It's like, yeah, you're more welcome to. And then we had to throw the rocks. Oh, yeah. So, like, and you carried to- that. I missed all of those. I'm trying to hit those little flower pots off to see what's behind it. Yeah, it was so... It was so unconventional. Like it, I think that's what lost us too. Was we're like, I'm actually, actually, I'm doing this for real, for real. Like there was no I, rules. We weren't really breaking anything. Well, I did break the the one pipe thing because he had to come in to reset. Oh yeah, that, we did the pipes early. on the right side. Yeah, yeah. Well, remember I also tried to stick my finger in the elevator because I was like, "There's a sock here." Oh yeah. <laughs> <Can I get> <laughs> <this>? <laughs> uh, so didn't know about that, but I mean, even like the the wire. Oh, when I had to throw that, yeah, I had to hook it over to get the shoes. Like, all that, very unique to any room I've ever done before, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like, that, mm-hmm. that was very well done. But that bomb, man. And it threw just... me, I thought, honestly, seeing that bomb and then seeing that red light probably took actual years off my life. <laughs> like, the anxiety that, like, I had in that second, it's like, <laughs> it really oh. sent me. My body's getting tense now just thinking about it, because... Like he said, it truly was like the red light happened. It was a deep breath in. He held it for about two seconds. And then the, the nervous re- exhale laugh. We're like, oh, it's not real. <laughs> I'm just happy we both had it. And it's not like, oh, you idiot. You thought it was real. It's both of us in the moment being like, oh, no, we're good. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. We're... <laughs> yeah. I, gotta um, say, I think I've had most of my. I think most of my life I played like um video games by myself. I have a few like drunken like high school memories of playing dumb games. Um like playing like GTA or stuff with my buddies mm-hmm. and just making dumb jokes during that. But a lot of like my game experience since high school is largely with you, both video games and escape rooms. And now, you know, the game show world, now with your new job. But yeah, Overcooked, yeah, yeah. Portal the Mario Party oh, uh, Marathon. Let's talk about the Mario Party Marathon. You want to talk about it because you won. I had, like, I... I had a late comeback to get to second place, though. <laughs> I want to talk about it because, number one, so was, your, was Mario Party 5, you mentioned this earlier that you played Mario Party 5 with your sisters. Was that the first Mario Party game that you were exposed to? Yeah, I think that's the only Mario Party I played until I started hanging out with y'all and College? Did we play Super Mario Party before that? The last on the Switch? Do we ever play Mario Party in college? Yeah, uh, the Wii at Apartment C, I'm pretty sure we played. I don't or know maybe that was Mario Kart? Maybe, I don't know if I played with you at Apartment C. I mean, but I had Mario Party... I mean, I bought my Switch when I was still dating my ex. I was still in college, so I would think. Because my sophomore we year, 
would have been their first year would have been apartment C's heyday and that's when I was like in my little world because mental health was rock bottom yeah I mean I also had like 10 on my Wii U so like I feel like I don't, I don't know. know Mario Kart. I don't know if we played Mario Party. Mario Party. I actually. Yeah. I feel like it's such a staple in our friendship group. Now. But now I'm like yeah. I. Yeah, I genuinely don't remember. So it been whenever but you anyway, got a Switch. Yeah. I started. It's weird. The first Mario Party I owned was three. The first one I ever played was two. I then had to backtrack to one, after owning three. So I went two, three, one. Um. And, like, I have a very distinct memory of 3 in particular because that's when Daisy is introduced into the series. And that's when they started doing the dual concept of Mario Party. So it's like you're trying to, like, knock out the other player by passing them Mm -hmm. and all that. And I thought it was so fascinating, which now, when I think about the imagery of this, it's kind of fucked up. But they introduced the dual concept with Daisy, and she was your first enemy. And so, hers was a heart. Mm-hmm. And you had to literally, like, destroy her heart in order to win the game. So, like, each time you get a hit, you get a shard of her heart taken away. <laughs> and looking back on it now, that's very fucked up. <laughs> it's very mean. But, like, for some reason, that's, that's a very clear memory in my head. Because I remember thinking, like, Daisy's a badass. Like, I remember thinking Peach is very very just kind of dainty and sweet. Yeah, I mean, she gets caught all the time in the, the lore of the universe. Yeah, but Daisy is the one who's going to kick some ass. And that's probably why I resonate so much with Daisy and not so much with Peach. Mm. That makes so. sense. I mean, I also, like, I don't like Waluigi. I don't like Waluigi as a concept. He's he's 70% legs. Like, that man's it's legs are like like four feet long and it's just it's very uncomfy to look at and then it's just no i don't i don't no i can't do it again i think you should i'll I'll edit it in now like uh and then warrior was just like a fat leprechaun kind of because he had, like, the little green feet. And it confused me. He was, like, yellow top, a purple bottom, green shoes. Buddy, who hurt you? What's happening with this? What was... I just, they're, just, uh. they're just weirdos, man. Let them live. They're just trying to... They weren't invited to their cousin's game, and they're tied about it. Their cousins? I don't know. I don't know the lore. I just assume they're cousins of Mario and Luigi. Hmm. I mean, that makes sense if Luigi's the brother, I guess. Or they're the mirror versions. I feel like they're just like evil cousins, you know. But maybe they just have a good home life, and that's the way they are. You know, gotta think of it that way. Okay, so now it's the parents' fault that Wario and Waluigi are the way they are. I don't know. It's nature versus nurture. It's really it's just been a hot topic in the world of psychology and raising children for a while here. I don't know if we can really blame Waluigi and Wario for who they are. You know. I'm gonna say yes, we can. <laughs> I'm gonna say you can, but but um, yeah, but yeah, I'm never so, playing Mario Party ever again. It yes, you are. You'll play, you'll play again. Not for a while. God, it's like a game. 
I mean, to be fair, that was almost two months ago. So like, yeah, two months ago, I spent my entire day playing every Mario Party back to back to back. We sure did, and uh, we had a blast. It, I, we did. It was eleven games, yeah. right? So like the one through ten, and then the Super Mario Party. The crash happened right at eight. The crash happened I, when they left to go get the Wii remotes, and the I was batteries, like, I was like yeah. "Don't come back." <laughs> I was like, I'm tired. Oh, man. Like, because we had gotten up, we had cooked all the food, had all the game day dips and all that ready to go. So everything was set. And then we got through, and, like, it was trucking through five to six. Five was my lull, because I think that was the only game I didn't get a star in. Hmm. And then I was like, I ain't liking it so much, because I was, I don't like to lose. I don't like losing. Um, The six and seven had some pretty strong performances. But then when we broke the switch from the GameCube to the Wii, that yeah. that, that that tore it all apart, honestly. Oh, man. Because I remember like them leaving, and it was like, bro, I'm about to take a nap. Dude, I was tired. Point, this was we the had day been going... after I'd driven to your house from New Jersey. So I'd already spent yeah. like 11 hours on the road. Yeah. And, like, we had already been going, I think at that point, it was about eight, nine hours. Mm-hmm. It was a day. Actually, it, was... it might have been even longer than that, because the first game, those low, we always did, like, the lowest amount of turns. But the first game, the minimum was 20 or 25? 20. 20? Yeah. It's like, son of a bitch. I remember I kept calling Bowser Jr. on y'all, and that was pretty fun. And then, what was the, the thing? The Hoot Nanny? Hoot Nanny. Yeah, because somebody called the Hoot Nanny. Yeah, and me. I didn't have any coins. So I was like, all right, I'm going to get Bowser Jr. And you guys like, no, don't do it. I was like, I'm doing this on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> and I got him, and he hit everyone else but me. I mean, I still lost that game, but it was worth it. It was worth it for man. that, the fact that he screwed up everybody else. That fucking Hoot Nanny, man. I chose just like, yeah, well, I mean, let's see what happens. You know, it's fine. And it's really just a big soiree. A big old party. Everyone comes to town and meets up. <laughs> it was good. It was a good time. Yeah. But I was All because I was like, I like the hoot nanny word. I like the word. A, we got to do it's it. It's a good word. It's top tier word in the dictionary. I, I want to use it in my regular. Like, you know how, like growing up and once I got to college, especially, like you have parties and did you ever use the word kickback? Yeah. Right. I ain't throwing kickbacks anymore. I ain't throwing parties. They hoot nannies. Hoot nannies. We're gonna get wild. It's gonna get loud. But I'm having a Super Bowl hoot nanny. <laughs> Swing y'all, partner. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you did you have that unit in Legit? like elementary yeah. school? Does yeah? What the fuck? <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know why we all had to learn how to square dance, but wait until the Russians attack and then children across the country all square dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, you just have a very repressed memory. I forgot we learned that. I remember we used to freaking run around the gym to like yakety yak. I don't know if you guys ever heard that. Back. Yeah, like that would play yeah. all the time. <laughs> like, that's burning my memory. Like anytime I hear that song, like my blood pressure goes up because I think it's supposed to be running. Any <laughs> kid in America is weird. Well, I was overseas for that, but. Oh man. I forgot about the square dance thing. I am so... No other... Nothing like that ever happened in gym class. It was just a random unit. It's all right. We learned how to square dance. What? Why? What? 
it must be like a, we have to teach American roots. Square dancing. Type. That's a roots. America has no roots or culture. It's all entertainment and the military industrial complex. <laughs> Everything else is I, stolen. I, in, in terms of like what dance could you claim to be American, the only thing Two-step. you could... No. Uh, the only thing you could confidently say would be some sort of country line Crumping. dance. No, definitely not. Said on definitely not. Uh, it did not originate in this country. Um, yeah, no, no, no. Shuffle. Most of those dances you get from from black people, but it's fine. That most of most of America, it's just cultural appropriation of some some form of some African art form, but it's fine. May God be trust. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I actually love it here. Um, yeah, wow. How did he... I was like, why are we talking about square dancing? What was the episode about? I was like, oh, yeah, who did he? <laughs> <laughs> no, who did he? Who did he? Oh, man, yeah. And then, like, so we talked about Mario Party. Because I have owned most of the Mario Parties in my life, which is probably what made that yeah kind of easy for me because really the key to mario party if you're playing a short game is to master the mini games if you're playing short games and you specifically have bonus stars on if you can if you have a commanding lead when it comes to mini game like coins nines out of ten they're going to give away that bonus star yeah so if you focus on like those type of stars because like there are staples there's always going to be most likely um, a minigame star, a red red space star, a happening star. Um, later on, they do, like, candy star and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you focus on those three staples, I mean, that's three stars right there. If you can focus on cleaning those up. Because ten rounds is typically not a lot of time for you to clean sweep. Yeah, it's five, actually six stars. Yeah, it's actually go around. You'd have to make a very good dice roller to get those high rolls consistently. Um, yeah. Or get real lucky they keep setting the star right in front of you like they did me three turns in a that row. Was, I was getting so annoyed. That's, I think, I can't remember what game that was. I was like, I don't want to play this game anymore. I'm so upset. That, I was leading that, so. And luckily, I won the last two. Um, and that's what got me into second place. But like, before that, I was like, I think it was like dead last or third. And it was a far third. And I was like, man, I'm so sick of this game. God damn it, drove all day yesterday. I just want to take a nap. What these guys say? <laughs> I'm just going to kick this. <laughs> Nah. And then with the last the two, and I was like, oh, this game's so fun. Wow. Hey, we did it. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Because out of the 11 games, I think I won six of them. So then I was like, yeah, it's pretty. Because that last one, the three. last one has the potential to really upset the entire tournament. You see mad stars. Yeah, because well, it was all mini stars, so we we're converting the mini stars to become regular stars. But the thing is, had we stuck with the original conversion, because we were, I misspoke, and I thought 10 coins got you a star. You start the game with 10 with coins, ten coins, but you have to get 20 to buy a star in most games. Um, so that's one, why we... The last one, you only need 10. Well, the last one was just mini stars. No, there no, was no, the last thing. one is Super Mario Party for the Switch. That's... Oh, yeah. So like what you mean nine and ten? Or I thought eight. Yeah. I thought eight and nine was many stars. 
It's nine and ten, I thought. Eight, you still do. Because my favorite board on there is the hotel one where you put your coins in. And the hotel... (laughs) As the hotel gets more money, it becomes worth more stars. So it starts at a one-star hotel. Yeah. Yeah, that's my favorite board on that one. I love that one. Because it's basically Mario Party meets Monopoly, right? It's investing... But it's so sneaky because if someone could put even one more coin in than you, then you can lose three stars <laughs> in one go. Or when that little fucker, that little, like, jackrabbit little robber bitch looking motherfucker keeps, like, he goes in the hotel and, like, just takes coins. So then, like, it decreases the value of the hotel and it can fuck up who the owner of it is. Bullshit. Oh, yeah. I definitely bullshit. did not put any money into hotels in that game. And I didn't realize oh. there was that one little, like... Is that weird, like, Japanese, like, RPG-style-looking game where you just went down? You could always just... You just had to get to the end every time. And I didn't realize how that game worked until, like, round three or four. And then I started doing well. But it took forever. It was, like, just a strip. And I was like... I didn't realize everyone was saying the dolphin every time. I think I still did well for that one. But, like, it took forever before I realized what the difference was. Yeah, I don't remember. I have to look at the stats all over again. But yeah, I won. It was fun. It was a fun treat. It I was just gotta get a second. Story of my life. Always the bridesmaid, well, never the bride. Like he said, I will probably never play Mario Party again in my life, so it's fine. Yeah. It. I'm over it. Over the, over all the little motherfuckers. I actually don't. I still don't think I've played a Mario game since then. I think I played Mario Party on New Year's. I was disgruntled to have to play. I was like, I'll play because else is playing. But I'll do it. But I'm not going to have as much fun doing it. Actually, I know I just played Mario Kart like three weeks ago with some friends. Mario Kart's different, though. Yeah, it is. It was like an indie tournament. Mm. So, like, whoever won a tournament got $10. So yeah. I'm trying to get the stupid, uh, the gold, uh, the golden Mario. But you have to get three stars in every race on 200cc. Yeah. That's tough. And I'll get like three out of the four races, and that fourth one, I'll get like third or second or something. But then you can't just replay that game. You have to do the whole Grand Prix again. No, yeah. I'm like, I can't do this. Like, I'm not going to sit here grinding on this one map. Yeah. Yeah, no, I've never. I mean, like, my friend Maxon, he played it a lot, and I'm pretty sure he did that. Very quickly, like within a week of getting the game, I have to check with him and see. Jesus Christ! Because these are well, like so, like I remember in college, Thomas was the one who sat down and taught me the concept of drifting. Because mm-hmm. I didn't know what it meant to drift. I used one button and I was go. There was never a reverse. <laughs> oh, gas no brakes, baby! <laughs> Honestly, that was my motto because that's how I played Need for Speed. Yeah. So I just used that same concept, and then I was like, oh, whatever happens, happens. You I made it in seventh place. Need for Speed. I never drifted in Need for Speed. Mm. Yeah. Never. The key for Mario Kart is learning the maps through time trials, and then you watch the computer, like, you know, the people that actually work in the game, like, how they take the path. And that usually gives the best evidence, like, when to break and stuff like that, and, like, when to use the mushrooms if you have them. So I did that for 150cc, and then I was able to, like, sweep through. Then the only times I would lose in the Grand Prix is if I got bullshit on items going to the third lap. Otherwise, other than that, I get to race two people. But I have to go back and do time trials at 200cc. Just because braking is so crucial when you're going that fast. Like, turns yeah. 
hit you like so quick. Mm-hmm. So I gotta do that. The difference between one fifty and two hundred it's a different is league. astronomical. But like I feel like everything below that feels like no major difference. Yeah, like fifty one hundred is not bad. One hundred one fifty is like okay, not bad. But I can do very well at one hundred fifty, and then. 200 200 and it's like what what you hit those i was like how am i already in the turn oh my god like you're gonna start drifting like as soon as you see the turn like sharp turns like i'm i don't know what to do yeah it's like everyone has nos installed for some reason <laughs> get that little button and it's just like holy shit and they're getting, okay. they're getting items all the time i'm like how i'm not if you don't get that like gas that boost off the start like you're you're getting like eighth like you can't can't catch up honestly or maybe I'm just bad at games. I don't know, audience. You decide for yourselves. It's, it's that one. It's that one for sure. That, also in terms of Mario Kart, our friend group introducing that kind of guns and uh, cops and robbers type game. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? That shit is Renegade fun. Random. I love Renegade yes. Random. Yes. It's so much fun. Oh, man. And our friend group still makes that the joke about me apparently disappearing off the map the one time we play the game. Oh, it's because no, when, when you play online, you don't see the other person's avatar. the entire time. Yeah, yeah, unless they're near you. So, like, when we were playing, when you were in Columbus, when uh, three of us were in New York, like, you disappeared, like, yo, like, yo, what's happening? And then you'd, sh- and then you'd show up, and we'd be like, ah! What the ah! fuck? Oh my god, that note. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, <laughs> I think Discord just like lowered the volume because <laughs> it detected. Yeah, it's like it. Every time you squeak, it's just like, nope. It's like, what is that? <laughs> and oh. compress. Let's <laughs> save some eardrums. Oh my it's god. My note. <laughs> but yeah, that, like, Renegade Roundup and then. I like the star one. the one we have to grab the, the star. Yeah, yeah, the sun. Except for, and you know this because we play together. Computers are so fucking dumb. Oh yeah, if it's on the same team, they'll still attack you. Like the other star. They will attack you, even though you have the star. I'm like, yo, I'm about, about, about to lose it. You're, you're I'm gonna about to make, you're gonna, you. make me, I, gonna make me lose my temper. I just, I did some of the stupidest shit. The fact that I have... There have been some rounds I have lost because my team has hit me trying to steal the star from me. Have you ever watched um, Wreck-It Ralph? Um, no. I think a little bit. I'm probably misremembering this game. But... Or this movie. Maybe like corrupt games. Like make them die. Like as like, things get unplugged, like the characters will die. I, yeah. It made me sad because, you know, like how Pixar and Disney will, you know, personify inanimate objects. Like, you know, toys, yeah. cars, which I've cried at, both of those, while drunk. Um, so, Rick and Ralph, I didn't watch drunk, so I didn't cry. But I would, I'd be like, oh, I'd be really sad, you know, if a character, like, lost its game. Or, like, it, it got, like, corrupted and essentially died in the game universe. Um, but after playing that star roundup game, I would do that to those characters that are on your <laughs> that are on your team, and try to take the star from you. And then we, I think we lost a match because of that once. I wanted, I wanted to go Tron mode on them so bad, and just like eliminate them. I was like, I'm so upset. It's like, why? Why are you doing this? 
Goodness gracious. Honestly, so fucking idiotic. Uh, you know what? I'm not going to get into it. I don't, I, I don't really even remember any of the other ones on there. I noticed like seven different... There's like the, the battle... Bomb. Oh, okay. Uh, audience, question. How do you say the name of the bomb character in the Mario series? It's okay. Take your time. Do, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the bombs. The 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 what do you say? The bombs. But it's Bob Om. Like it's spelled B O B. Hold on. <laughs> I I is don't... It, what is it? Hold on. I just say it uh, that way from uh, Scott Pilgrim because it's sex but bombs. Yeah, it's spelled B O B dash O M B. So it's bomb bomb. Bo bomb. Oh, I just switched boo bomb. That was a Sean Bob. T. Fabulous. <laughs> it's <Boy>. like <laughs> Bob Om, Bob Om, Bob Om. I say Bob Om, Bob Om, Bob Om, Bob Om, Bob Om, Bob Om. Yik 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 yik. Bob 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 Is there like okay? I know someone has asked this question, so pronounce. How do you spell pronunciation? Pronun... There it is. Pronunciation. All right. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Ba-bomb can't be bo-bomb? What the fuck? This is in 2009. IGN was like, yeah. Bob-omb can be bo-bomb. Bomb-omb. Ba-bomb. I don't think it'd be... I don't think it'd be bomb... Um, because of the spelling. I think it's Bob-omb. Bob-omb. It's either Bob-omb. Bob-omb. Are we having a two-minute skit of us just going, (laughs) Bob-omb? Bob-omb? Yes, this is serious. I need to know how this is pronounced. I don't, it cannot be Bob-omb because of the way it's spelled. I think it's Bob-omb or Bob-omb. It says, according to this, the Super Mario Bros. Super Show goes with Bob Om. Bob Om. That was like 30 years ago. Count it. Hold on. Bob Om. I'm going to play it out loud. It's like... Bob Om. Ooh. Hey, Bob Om. Hey, Bob Om. I think it counts. I think it's Bob Om. Ew. Also, that's Toad talking. I don't know if you would believe that, but... I don't uh, like that voice acting. Okay, so there it is, folks. Ba-bomb. <laughs> that's how we're ending the video game episode. Because we're at an hour. Ba-bomb. <laughs> that's the noise okay. Shy Guy makes if you select him. Um, I just want to say thank you all. Thank you all for all the support. Thank you so much for those of you who have subscribed to our Patreons. And as always, because you all who subscribe pay... You can send us, well, actually, anybody can send us topics or questions or things for us to talk about on air, uh, and we'll do our best to talk about it. And if you subscribe, you get sent to the front of the list. So please send us episode ideas, questions you want to talk about. Send us, you know, your deepest, darkest secrets, and then we won't quote them. Yes, we will. We will say exactly who sent them. And, you know, just thanks for uh, enjoying and partaking in our fun together. Yeah. Um, 
like Dakota said, thank you all so much just for the support and the love we've gotten throughout this weird little project that we're working on as we kind of traverse and figure out where it goes. Um, you can find us on social media. Keep it 100 with Dakota and Chorsey. Um, if the link to our Patreon is attached to every episode. Um, it's also on all of our social media. And there's like a link tree. So if you're interested in donating, it could be literally as low as $1 a month. And it goes straight towards trying to help keep the podcast up and running and producing for better quality products. Um, we are still working on trying to get the $100. Uh, if we hit the $100 limit, then we will do a live episode of Keep It 100. So please, please, if you are interested, please subscribe on Patreon. Because uh, I would love to do a live episode with some questions and guests. And um, having to do it unedited makes me a little nervous. No, I think it's better I, unedited. Because I know some of the shit we say because I edit our podcast. Yeah, we, and we I, definitely be taking shit out of this. I mean, <laughs> I, there's an episode where you said you were going to kill, was it Zuckerberg? Jeff Bezos. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know if you're allowed to say that. What's he going to do about it? Kiss I don't me. know, but I was in two episodes, because what? <laughs> All right, y'all. It, yeah, Dakota's getting gay. This is, the so only, this is the only thing that gives me serotonin, is messing with Chorsey and talking a lot. So I can do it in one yeah, place. Yeah, that's fair. It's the only thing that makes me happy. <laughs> that's fair. All right, y'all. Catch y'all later. And go music.